So I woke up out of a dead sleep. I get out of bed and I go straight ahead like I normally do. I've got to use the bathroom, no problem. I open the door, walk out, hear the door click behind me, and then instantly realize I'm not at home. I'm in a hotel room. Now I'm standing in the hallway in my underpants. I try the door, but it's too late. Of course I don't have my key on me. I was sleeping, didn't think to grab it. I thought I was going to my bathroom at home because it's a straight shot from my bed. I did the same thing and now here I am. So I walk over to the elevator in my underwear. Let me tell you, I don't wear boxers, they're small. I walk over, I pick up the phone that's near the elevator, call down to the lobby. Hey, here's the problem, I'm locked out. Well, sir, you have to come to the lobby. Mm, no problem, except I'm in my underpants. Well, sir, that's policy. So I ride the elevator down and decide the only thing you can do in this situation is be as confident as possible. Didn't realize that it was seven in the morning and I'm in a business hotel, but I kept my confidence and energy at an all time high and I pruned out of that elevator like a peacock and proudly pranced to the front desk with my chest poked out high. Luckily it was close to swimwear season in the summer, so I looked great. And I said, hi, it's Josh from room 707, I'm locked out. Oh yes, we spoke to you on the phone. Here's an extra copy of your key. Thanks, I said. Have a great day. Hi, this is Josh from Josh and Around. Thanks for joining me. We've got a lot to talk about today. There's a SpaceX launch tomorrow. Let's talk about that going in the air. Sous vide cooking. I'm a fan. <laughs> Anova food nerd. What up? UCF, University of Central Florida, national champions. They're raising a banner. How do you feel about that? Well, I'll tell you that and more, including our first call in about the best way to smoke reefer. Hey, let's get to it. Joshing around. Ready, set, go. All right, this is super cool. We got our first call into the show on a subject we weren't really talking about, right? So on January 1st, California became the seventh state plus Washington, D.C. to legalize marijuana. It's completely legal for recreational purposes. You don't need a prescription. You don't need to make them alive. You're super stressed. You're sick of all the bullshit. So I was wondering, what's the best way to, to use marijuana, right? And Nudge Me 420, great source on the matter, he called in to tell us. Nudge, tell me more. Well, Josh, I mean, there's a bunch of different ways I like to indulge. I mean, you know, I do like to dab here and there. Um, I also do like the pens. Um, kind of the same thing, but dabbing is a little bit more vicious. But uh, I would have to say my favorite is just smoking blunts. I mean, I just like to get around with a bunch of people and... Smoke blunts. <laughs> so that's a really interesting point, Nudge, because at this juncture, there's so many ways to use marijuana, right? Like I instinctively just want to say smoke because in college, that's how I cut my teeth. In college, come on, I'm bluff about all this stuff, right? I have the best story about the first time I ever smoked. Um, remind me to tell that one at some point in time. But to go back to your point, smoking blunts, like that's the peace pipe, right? Like that is the social aspect, which is one of the better aspects of the drug is you get together with other people, you pass it around, you laugh together. Essentially, you break bread. We need more of that. We need more blunts in our lives. 2018, let's all make the resolution to have more blunts in our lives. Much thanks, I'll talk to you again soon. So I'm in Florida. Things here just got legal medicinally. 
You better believe that I'm sick for reasons that HIPAA says I don't have to share with you. Moving on, all we can get though are oils. So I can't smoke more blunts in 2018 and I have no idea what dabs are. So we're looking for our next call in. What is a dab? How do I do it? And will just a dab do? To put some dab puns in. I'm so sorry. We should get rid of those. So before we get off the subject, I did want to share some news and information on these weed legal states. First and foremost, you've got to be 21 and up, so always keep that in mind. And don't go state hopping, because the non-friendly states, boy, they'll still throw you in jail. At the top of the list is the top of the continent. It's Alaska. They're on the list. Probably won't hit it on a road trip, but if you're ever there in Juneau, Juneau that you can fly... Gosh, I did it again. Washington State, if you're driving back down, it's legal to purchase up to an ounce, to possess up to six, what up? But you can't grow it there. Watch out for that. Washington DC, however, you can grow your own pot, but you can't buy it. None of these places can you do anything publicly there. So don't think about firing up in a public park. In Oregon, you can have eight ounces in your home and have one ounce in your person. By the way, Oregon, same as Oregon, I think. Nevada, you can have up to an ounce. You can buy it and sell it, but you can't smoke it in your hotel room unless they say that they're cool. Oh, whoa, check this. You can't grow it at home if you're within 25 miles of a dispensary. That seems like a cash grab. It's legal in Massachusetts. That's freaking awesome. That was a bad impression. Guys, I'm sorry. If you're from Massachusetts, I apologize. Proposed in Maine, way to go, guys. And of course, you've got to know that it's legal in Colorado. That's how they get down. So if you're in and around any of those states, hey, stop in, have a good time. Mail something back to Weensy. She, uh, yeah, she's got cataracts, surprisingly. Hey, I appreciate it. What a fitting time to once again show that this is a show I do while trying to parent children. <laughs> Whoops. Also, wouldn't be a list about weed if I didn't forget something. As of January 1st, 2018, California, now super duper legal. Well, be 21 and up, not out in public, right? So don't be in front of Man's Chinese Theater or up on the Walk of Fame and be like, look at me, I'm smoking blunts with Nudge Me 420. Mm, yeah. They frown on that. We don't frown on you though, Nudge. Always smile. I think this is great. In sports news, UCF has decided that they are the national champions. They went undefeated. They won the Peach Bowl. They beat Auburn. Auburn beat Alabama. Auburn beat Georgia. They're playing for championships. And therefore, UCF, I mean, this just makes sense. The transitional property of mathematics says that they're national champions. So they are just raising banners up. They are paying their coaches national championship bonuses like their contract state. I think that's great. So if you do all this stuff, right, perception is reality. UCF, they're national champions. Before we lived in this super news media, schools claim to be national champions all the time. I think there's some dubious champions out there. Certainly not the University of Florida in the two years that they won, not with Danny Wolfel or with Tim Tebow, men who should become saints if and when, well, you know, we're not gonna get into all that. Go Gators, go Knights, go football in general. If you don't agree, go <laughs> 
we are still trying to find out what a dab is. We just called into Take Me Higher with Roxy Stryer. Oh, it rhymes. That makes total sense. Okay, that's awesome. So hopefully she clues us into that because, look, I'm just a small town boy in the sticks who's sick and needs his oil, right? What do I know if it's not medicinal? So as soon as I know, you'll know. We'll pass that call through today, tomorrow, as soon as it comes in. We'll find another source if need be, because I'm going to get to the bottom of this. That's what I promised to you. All right, cool. Speaking of getting high, there is a rocket launch tomorrow. So I live in central Florida, specifically on the Space Coast, which means I get to see it whenever NASA, or more importantly, more likely, SpaceX, uh, soon Blue, Blue Origin, all these people shooting up rockets. And it's beautiful. Tomorrow's launch is going to be between 8 to 10 at night, a night launch. So beautiful. The window though, eight to 10, usually not so vague, usually more specific. And that leads us to the payload itself. It's a typically mysterious, titled only the Zuma Project, described by its creators Northrop Grumman only as a restricted payload. So satellite trackers everywhere, they're puzzled by this. They think there might really be something afoot. Who's to say? All I know is once again, SpaceX is going to try and land the rocket, which I think is the coolest thing. So it's described like this. After eight minutes of, after liftoff, the first stage of the Falcon 9 is expected to land at Cape Canaveral. Space Coast residents and spectators can expect a sonic boom to thunder through the night as the 156-foot-tall booster crosses the speed of sound threshold during its descent. They land it on a little barge. So what you see, especially at night, is as it's falling back to the ground, they have these little thrusters that come out. And it's kind of like the way R2-D2 just hovers around the ground. It really is amazing. They're doing the damn thing here on the Space Coast. It's a sight to see. As for the mystery, I don't know. Cue the X-Files theme. One of the things I tell people as a real estate agent in this area is that we are Spaceport USA, that we're part of that new aerospace triangle between Florida Tech Emory Reynolds in Daytona Beach and UCF over in the Lake Nona Orlando area. But I also fear that, you know, I quoted that news story that said a sonic boom. Well, what happens if we're putting four or five rockets up every day, maybe 10, and it's beautiful, and there it is, and then boom, and then there's a sonic boom, and all of a sudden, and then a boom. Because I'm telling you, it's serious. When they used to put the shuttle off, They'd, they'd drop these things back in, the big boosters, you know, the big orange part, and it would rattle the sliding glass doors, it would rattle your windows. It was really an intrusion into your life. So it's all well and good that we're setting off rockets, and I don't want to say too much and have North Grumman or, God forbid, Elon Musk roll up into my driveway and try to shut me down because joshing around must go on. Of course, all five people agree. But it's a real concern, I think, long term, and it's one that nobody's talking about. So true story, I found out about Anchor at a New Year's party when I asked, hey, what's the hot new social app? Because I feel I've been late to the last few. I was late to Snapchat. I was late to Instagram. Barack Obama got me on Facebook in 2008, so not super early, but not too late. But, you know, now that's just nothing but grandmas. Snapchat, I still haven't figured out. So I wanted to be early to the next thing. So he told me about Anchor. I downloaded it that night. 
by the 3rd of January, here I was active, right? Today's the 4th, I'm up again. So now I'm in the community, I'm checking it out. It seems like everybody's first podcast was right about the 1st of January. Did everyone hear about Anchor at a New Year's party? Asking for a friend. Anyways, let's get cooking. What I love more than cooking, small kitchen appliances. I just got a sous vide precision cooker. This is something that heats up water to a precise temperature. It looks like a, like a big silver dildo with a digital thermometer on the top and a vise attached. You plug it in, it heats up water to exactly the temperature you want. So sous vide means under vacuum. So you cook whatever, the meat, the fish, the vegetables, in preferably a vacuum sealed bag. You could do it with a Ziploc, of course. I'm janky, so I just grabbed a pot from under the sink, threw a pork chop in a bag, a little thyme, a little salt and pepper, 140 degrees for an hour. It came out so delicious, tender, and moist. Next, I cooked a New York strip. This was at 124 degrees. Did that for an hour. Didn't feel like eating it when I was done. Saved it for two days before I finished it in the cast iron. It was still one of the best steaks I've ever had. I'm really into this. Hashtag Anova Food Nerd. You can see my dinner tonight cooking chicken breast sous vide. I'll put it on Instagram at MLB Realtor. It's going to be delicious. I already know. Trust me. It's great. I like using these background tracks because they get rid of any pop and peas or guttural sounds that might distract from the main theme. Right? But there's one in particular. It's Compton. Every time I hear it, be it on my show or another station, I think I'm listening to the first season of Serial, a popular podcast on NPR. I feel like I'm learning all about Anad Saeed again. I'm reminded to stay away from payphones and Best Buy parking lots, but I can't stop using it. So I apologize if every once in a while this sounds like a collect call from an inmate at a Baltimore County State Prison facility. God, I love it. I'm having so much fun. I really appreciate it. I hope you love it too, because if I'm not joshing around, then that means that I'm parenting or I'm back at work. And boo to that, right? A better life for us all. So let's keep it up. If you want to hear anything in particular, take a request. Taking call-ins, making call-ins. It's a better way. Live your best life. Hashtag you. Thanks again for listening. See you next time when we all start joshing around.